and welcome Abrax Precipice Moloch's Gambit, where we play the expansive role-playing game put out by Green Ronin Publishing. Man, I feel like it's been forever. Always when we have that big break, it always feels like so long, yep. but yeah, yeah. we get to dependent upon it. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in tonight. It's good to see you. Um, we're gonna kick off. We got a few. We got kind of a few little things tonight. Uh, first off, is I'm doing a giveaway tonight. I, I I gave away a bunch of Bandcamp codes last week when I had uh, zero on, and people liked them. And or I don't know if they liked them. They, they said they liked getting them. I don't know if they liked the music guy. So I'm gonna give away a bunch tonight. Uh, tonight, if you want to enter the giveaway, it's just type in the word uh, music, and I'm gonna give away a bunch. Like so, just enter in. There's a very good chance you will go home with some codes to redeem my band camp to get some free music. I don't know what it will be free, so don't <laughs> there's no complaints uh, <laughs> like literally. But uh, if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. If you don't, you don't. Um, next up is uh, we got our Patreon. Always good. We appreciate people going on there and chilling out. Uh, we're trying out some new stuff. We got a lot of good feedback this week about our recap for last week's episodes. So we're trying to work on those. Um, I'm going to start trying to knock some of those out. I'll definitely be doing one for this episode. Uh, upon its completion, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't recap what I haven't done yet. <laughs> One of the, it's, it's, a, it's a tricky bit, but I, I've learned. I'm learning to, to adapt to it. And then, um, yeah, we got we got some stuff coming next week. We got April coming in next week, and we'll talk about that later. But um, anyone else check in? I want to give a big congrats to our friend here, Maria. Or you 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 got something. How'd that yeah, go? Is it a scholarship I was a, thing or? I was a recipient of a grant through the uh, the corporation, the corporate, the company, the group Latinx and Gaming um, as part of their Hispanic Heritage Month uh, drive. They had one last year and they had a new one this year where they gave a bunch of applicants uh, funds to progress their creative online careers, and they gave me an entire new computer. <laughs> And hey. keyboard. They threw in a keyboard and a mouse too. And y'all, y'all, they're sexy. <laughs> they're very, so nice. It's very cool. That's super cool. I'm really happy for you. And I know, I know, it's, uh, uh, I, I have a personal stake in this and that it'll help you stream more and help you be awesome yes. on our show. Yes. And my I, computer won't blue screen every day. <laughs> it's just the little things. It's, it's the, the things. small things, you know, it and is. that it's, it's also pretty colors, you know, the little <laughs> things that make it nice. <laughs> Very cool. So yeah, congrats on that. That was really cool. And then uh, Donna, you just got back from TwitchCon. Yep. Yep. And you were promoting, yeah. were you promoting the Catan? I was. Yep. I even handed out some of our cards. Oh, wow. You know, and got some people interested. So if I talk to you at TwitchCon, hi. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad Abrax Christmas had somewhat of a some sort of presence, just, however minimal. Just a little bit. It was. Yep. It was a little bit in between my Catan duties, but I did talk to some people about what we're doing, and then got other people hooked on like the Expanse. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that show. You should watch it. You know, and then other people chiming in. You should watch it. And then read the books. Those numbers just came out on Amazon recently. It was like Expanse is still like the number five, number six like top yep. watch show and stream show on their thing you know obviously it's behind so Sandman good. it's so good yeah people are going back and watching I, I'm in a lot of the groups and people are I'm on my fifth watch and I'm like hey keep it up man so it's all good um, and I will say Keon, uh, Keon Alexander's tweets towards NASA about the success of their dart mission is pretty funny uh, the guy that played uh, Marco Naros was kind of telling him about how you really need to hit an asteroid with, a, with, a, with an item <laughs> <laughs> how to do it properly that's awesome <laughs> so anyways it's a pretty good set of tweets I highly recommend it um, all right Everyone, we'll be right back with Abrax Christmas Molox Gambit episode 10. Ooh. Ooh. 
Here we go. has the appropriate background because the crew is in the galley of the Sinclair, which is now currently docked with the Cryo brand, one Sebastian Pope's science super teched out vessel. Something and once again, when you when you you guys keep on thinking about I mean it was clean. It was a very pristine ship, very uh top shape. Um for the last like uh you know day or so you've been going over your demands, his proposal um, of being the ones to help establish this colony um, in the future. Obviously, this is not going to be something to do tomorrow or within the week or possibly even the year, but on the horizon. Um, however, though, he has asked some favors of you in, in, in the meantime to help get this set up. So, here in the bay. And then I also want to ask too, is, is it only senior crew only? Or are you going to let like McMichaels be there? Are you going to let Drax be there? Are you going to let some of your other... I think McMichaels needs to start cleaning our ship as well as that ship was. <laughs> Agreed. I don't care either way if they're there. Okay. Okay, because uh, okay, just in case there's anyone you didn't want there, but all right. Uh, so yeah, you have like you call a crew meeting. You got McMichael's, Drax, Mikhail, Yan is there, and then create your your new med tech is there. We're still kind of not really sure what's going on, but right. uh, McMichael's is kind of reassured Critty that this is just how stuff happens. <laughs> you just have to kind of accept it. <laughs> yeah. Just get called in for it. meetings. <laughs> Strange meetings out outside the elliptical, yeah. All right, so who's gonna kick it off? Let's hear, yeah. let's hear, let's hear this list of demands, this negotiation. All right. Tactics. So uh, I know that we filled everybody in, you know, with what we were doing, and we thought it was gonna be really dangerous, and it still may be pretty dangerous. But uh, this is what's happened with this conversation that we've had. So. <laughs> and putting together with all these negotiations um, to see if this is what we want to do. We've also come up with a little bit of a list of things that we'd like to have before we decide to up and take ourselves to a planet okay. and do things on it. Okay. So uh, take a look at this list. Uh, do you want to pass around copies of it? Like have everyone have a copy yeah. of it? Okay, and you guys Just are kind of a group boop, document, boop, boop. all right. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that first line off. Right, that was my just my temporary. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell everybody what it says. Yeah, awesome. it says. I wrote it. I wrote it. This as Cotton Candy Wednesdays, or we strike. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering who, who wrote that. I was like, hmm, I actually wrote it was either you or it was Mike. That was Big Michael's actually. That was Big Michael's idea. Cotton Candy. Michael's idea. Big Michael. Yeah, Cotton Candy Wednesdays, or we strike. Um, 
So <laughs> one of the things that comes up here is stealth tech, uh, and I assume that came from Waxer. Yeah. Okay. The, so uh, you kind of bring that up, and Drax kind of like just kind of scratches his head about it. He's like, I don't, I don't think he's gonna have stealth tech to give us. I don't, I don't know where he would get it. Um, it's the, it is somewhere. I mean, maybe, maybe he got technology. Yeah, all the information. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Synthesize yeah. that stuff. That could be interesting. Wouldn't uh, hurt to ask. It wouldn't hurt to ask. You know? Yeah. Uh, torpedoes. You're actually pretty sure he has torpedoes on a ship. Um, he has an attack ship, and so they probably have enough to stock that thing. The the ship that he has does not have torpedo tubes. You're pretty sure. You're you're fairly positive it doesn't. It doesn't seem like the type that would. Um, but yeah, attack ship has them, and that means he's got stock. So he could have more ammunition for you. Although I don't think you guys are terribly low on torpedoes. I think you guys are fully stocked on torpedoes right now. Um, you want to get some more uh, grenades, explosives. Uh, so looking at weapons, rifles. Um, all that stuff's pretty easy to get. Honestly, you guys can get your hands on that stuff pretty easily yourselves. Um, that's not such an issue. Stuff like uh, power armor, though, Martian Goliath power armor. That, Wyatt, when you see that, I don't know who wrote, I don't know if Wyatt wrote that, but uh, when you see that, you're like, I mean, even that's like extreme. They keep that stuff under lock and key. I don't think it's something we can get at all. Yeah. <clears throat> and then also. Did, hunted by the martians at that point yeah you would be hunted down you guys have had that stuff in your possession once and you had it disassembled like kept spread out amongst the ship and never assembled it yeah. uh, no yeah. one ever played with it yeah it wasn't a toy <laughs> um a ground deal pretty easy he's probably got on the ship actually some like uh carts and everything like that too uh, so like and if he's trying to establish a colony he would definitely bring those along um so the the ground deal is really not an issue drones if you if you're talking small drones or like like and basic drones are pretty easy to get. You guys still have like a pair on your ship, so that's that's. Um, Is it possible to get like a surveillance drone of some sort that we can get closer to? Maybe we can get some kind of stealth tech on a surveillance drone that we can get closer to another ship to you know spy in our own little way, I or, guess. Or closer to the planet, or like you know, pull yeah. on to survey it. Oh, so you want like a surveillance, like a like a survey. So a survey drone would be something like you would send like out onto like a planet like first and have it take a look around and then. That information yeah. back. That, I think that'd be very handy. And that's something that, like, right now, everyone's actually sending send to different planets or trying to figure out stuff. That's kind of the current step. Um, but yeah, he could, I mean, if he's going to have a colony, he's probably going to bring those along. So that seems pretty likely. And Drax is like, yeah, he would, would definitely bring that. Like, why wouldn't he? Um, you, want, you want a new medic tech? Uh, regrowth. The regrowth stuff is, um, so having like a better med bay is sort of a possibility. You know they have good medicine on this on this science vessel for sure. So you could probably give you guys some stuff like that. Uh, regrowth, like limb regrowth stuff, is hard to do because it needs gravity to work, mm. and it takes a few months. So unless you're gonna have your ship go in circles for three months, I mean, Nick Michaels might appreciate it. <laughs> but um, you can he can certainly give you better med stuff, like medical okay. uh, stuff. But yeah, there might be something to get like a a, a med. A, Ask for like a expert medical system, so like an actual like auto dock. Um, the ship has the setup for one, but it's not equipped. It's not on. It's all like it's all old and scrounged up. Um, and the settlements all that was part of his deal. And Intel, he probably gave you quite a bit of Intel. And then the main one here, because it has brackets around it with lots of like are those are those doilies? Those were those were Zenny's additions. <laughs> okay. Then the last one is about uh, to buy the ship. Uh, to get the ship back and own it from the OPA. Okay, I think this would be the number one 
That's why I put yeah. arrows pointing backwards, yes. forwards, and up. I mean, and it's down. in no particular order, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's very cool. Uh, this seems all uh, pretty doable. Um, okay, so you guys kind of come with that, and uh, like Michael's kind of looking at it, and he's like, "Man, like our own our own place." He's like, it's, it's, it's "Like, you know, having your own ships one thing, but your own like like station." Or like not even a station because it's on a planet, right? Yeah. Hmm. Definitely on a planet of some sort. Yeah, that'd be cool. You could start a farm, McMichael's farm, grow your own stuff. Yeah. My question is though, being on planet, how is that going to affect you, Waxor, and Zinni? You're like, not used to that. No, no, we not. But I mean, you're, well, you're you, Michael's to everybody other yeah. than much me and well, you can't. Your coil, your coil there, man. He's gonna have to have that those gravity drugs. And these places, and like, you know, uh, Drax starts going. He's like, yeah, these places aren't close. Like, it's gonna take us months to get out there. That's enough time to do like gravity drug treatment. But we're gonna have to go up and down in orbit for for months anyways to get everything down on the the surface. So it's got got time. Yeah, it's and definitely. If, and if we're burning, if we're burning, you know, half a G out there. The drugs will start taking hold. We'll start training up. So we got some time to get used to it. Make it or break it. Oh. That's what I say. But it's, yeah. just, it's also, there's also the risk though, like, and Zenny, you know about this. There's the risk the drugs don't take well um, or the treatments don't take well. Um, so it isn't a hundred percent chance that you're going to like, it's going to work essentially. Just don't take the drugs on churn 30 and we'll be okay. Try <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 time out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The whole is a group. Is everybody that's here? The whole ship's here, right? Yeah, everyone's there. Everyone on the crew list is there. So, what is everybody's honest opinion on this? Because I hate this guy more than anything. But it's a pretty good opportunity that it's, it's, it's hard to pass up. Even I, I would like to put a bullet in him. Well, you, you're you're <laughs> the one. You're running this meeting, XO. So, if you want to call on someone, it's still like you see Zenny looks like they have something to say, but that's always the case. The, it's it's I mean as long as Cap's okay the the table's open for anybody to say whatever they want to say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if people aren't in for this and they don't want to, I mean, it's going to be a lot of hard work for everybody. Um, but if it's not your jam, you know, that's we're totally cool with that, and we want to hear your opinions. Hey, maybe everybody has ideas we haven't thought about. Yeah, that, and we don't know if we can get out of the OPA stuff. Yeah, that's. I don't know all that bureaucratic bullcrap, so. And maybe you want to add to the list, yeah? Maybe there's something uh, McMichaels we didn't put on for you, yeah? McMichaels is kind of, he, he's he's thinking about it. Like, I don't know, he's like, man, like, he's like seeing a planet, like, this is this is throwing guys like McMichaels off. McMichaels has grown up accepting the fact that he would never be on a full-blown sized planet outside. Like, that that's a very alien idea for him. Um, that's like us here on Earth, like like me as a human being, like John Boltina thinking, I'm going to go walk on the moon one day. It could happen. But it probably ain't. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, so that, it's that kind of, it's, it's, it's that kind of like beyond idea that they're having a hard to comprehend it. So there, there's that, it, it's such a, it's such a dramatic paradigm shift for everyone here that this is even a possibility to even talk about. So, so McMichael's, he's kind of shutting up about it. He's not really, sh you can tell he's like, I mean, he's interested, he's intrigued, but he's like, I don't know, man, maybe risky, but I mean, I can't think of anyone better. I'd rather, we'd rather try to do it with and run this thing with in this coalition. 
agree with that. Yeah. I think it's a new chance, new opportunity. You know, Belters, yeah. We never thought we'd be on a planet, but uh, hey, let's see where this goes, yeah? We could start something. I think if we have to work with him, um, we need to milk him for everything he is worth. Because I would, I would, I, I also would like to um, punch him to the next star. <laughs> but he's got a lot of things we need. When you when you guys were talking to him, did he say that we would be working for him or with him? He said he was going to appoint us as leaders, I guess. So who's to say? I think, I think if this is something we're going to agree to, we have to be equal to an extent. I mean, I know he's funding it and he's doing all that, but... I'd rather just be completely unattached. Yeah. We'll we'll put that in the contract, yeah? Yeah, we we, we, uh, we keep our own uh, sovereignty, yeah? I like that, yeah. Nobody tell us what to do. He can't come on to the colony. He got to stay far away. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) He's not allowed. That's an interesting interesting question. Yeah, So you're saying he's not going to be down on the planet? He's going to be elsewhere, this Earth there? Where are you going to be? Yeah, that's what I'm afraid. You can be in his big old his his big old flying spaceship. You can be there. See him staying off that planet. He's gonna want to be there. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're gonna. Oh, he can be on that planet. He just can't be where we are. Otherwise, as soon as as soon as as soon as he leaves his ship, all of my. I I don't I don't care what he has on him. He's I I don't like him. How is he even gonna do this when everybody thinks he's dead? How's he gonna, you know? Well, Drax is like, well, his money. Space. Drax is like, his money's not dead. You know, rich guys like that, they don't, they don't have a bank account. They got all these little pockets of things. Man, that's how they work. That's very true. Yeah. Look at, look at Jules Pierre Mal, man. His wife's still living on Luna. Rich, doing fine. His kids are doing fine. Well, except for the two, but uh, you know, he's uh, the twins. They're doing okay, man. They're living it up. They're not. They're not gonna, you know, die poor. The guys like this, they got set up. Only way he's gonna join us on the planet is if he's in the ground, yeah? And really, so. if he comes down, what? Nobody's gonna care what happens to him. Yeah, nobody know. So, just saying. He just you us know, if, as soon as things start going south, you know, for yeah. us, then, yeah. you know. Yeah, why? You could punch as many holes into him as you want then. I agree. <laughs> Turn him into a punching bag. I'd be alright with that. See? There we go. <laughs> I, I still think the biggest thing, we've got to get this ship back. Without us owning this ship, we're, it's yeah. nothing's going to happen. Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, McMichael's, yeah, that's what they call it a non-starter, man. That's your thing. you got to come in. If you don't agree to that, you say we walk. Done. Yep. Right. 100%. Okay. That and free uh, cotton candy on Wednesdays. <laughs> cotton candy Wednesday. I think we all could use a cotton candy Wednesday once in a while. <laughs> I happen to have a good cotton candy recipe. <laughs> um, okay. We'll need extra sugar. Thanks. And a lot of fungus. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of mold growth. So um, you guys kind of come up with this, and the, the time's ticking up. Um, 
the uh, you get a little incoming communication from his ship. Um, you guys have had your stuff all locked down, so he can't access your ship. You guys basically turn off any external stuff except for like a small little piece of bandwidth that basically lets him like it's it's just the airlock communications, so the airlocks can talk to each other. Basically, they don't both like blow each other apart, you know, type thing. Um, but they do have a uh, uh, the forty eight hours is coming up, so if you guys want to head over to talk to him or ready to do that time. Good. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'll go this time. Try to keep calm and yeah. just listen to what he has to say. I may I'm, not talk a lot, but I want to go this time. Just remember the prize. We'll just, but you know. Yeah, you I'm willing to give him. him. I'm willing to listen to what he has to say. Yeah, we will get him later. Exo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys, uh, once again, there was they have the same protocol: no weapons allowed. Uh, like. You kind of set up to go over, um, and uh, unless you guys are gonna try to bring weapons this time, are you gonna try to bring your gun again, Zenny? No, I'm gonna leave it behind. <laughs> it's my security. It's- I can punch him pretty okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So you you go ahead and um, you guys you know, do the negotiation for the door. The door opens up. Come on through. He does have the armed guards there, but they're not like they're not like ready. They're just kind of off the sides, uh, you know, doing whatever. And uh, his his um, I totally forgot the name of it. I totally forgot to write down the name of his assistant. Wasn't it? Was it? Was it Smith? Oh, um, was it Patel? Was his last name Patel? Uh, Sid Patel. Sid Patel. So Mr. Patel is yeah, standing there, and uh, he says, uh, "Well, are we ready to go speak to Mr. Pope?" Oh, oh, and thank you for joining us, uh, uh, Mr. Thompson. They kind of march you through and they take you to the galley and everything. Uh, if you want to get drinks or anything beforehand. Yes. Well, they got to drink. Yeah. Um, they have a pretty <laughs> fine selection of stuff like here. It's it's a pretty nice coffee maker. It's a nice tea maker. It's, this is a very high end type of uh, synth. It can synthesize whatever you need to really quickly. Um, and so you can uh, go and get whatever you want. They do have, but you guys do remember that he has booze in his office and everything. I'll just get some coffee. You get a cup of coffee, no problem. You set it up and you guys get a second before you take the elevator up a few levels to his uh, executive level. It comes into a very nice kind of waiting area. You've, you've, all of you have seen this effort by it, and it's very open and very nice. It's got kind of like couches, and there's crash couches and emergencies in the corners, but like it actually has some plant life with some full LED, uh, spectrum LEDs, and there's a large desk in the middle of there. And as you guys come out, there's Mr. Pope standing there, and he turns around and um, I think the first time a lot of you have actually seen him in person, aside from when you guys had that brief encounter with him on the moon. And um, he uh, he stands up as you come in and you can see he has the what, what they refer to as a sarcophagus on his left arm. This large kind of like box around his uh, left arm is like white and all technological. Um, and he says, uh, oh, please uh, come on in, have a, have a uh, seat and we will begin discussing. Um, Captain Myrtle, do you have enough time to speak to, to your, all of your crew about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a really good open discussion about it all. Excellent. My, I have to say, too, my science staff had an open discussion as well. Um, I actually have a manifest of which ones are going to be leaving uh, with you on this. Um, if you would be so kind to take them uh, to the to their destination here, uh, their, uh, whichever, wherever you're going to let them off, they can make their own means, as long as you don't, you know, use... I would, I would really prefer if you not space some of the greatest minds of our generation. 
Well, we would never space. <laughs> yeah. That's not they the have... person we want to space. He kind of laughs. Yeah. It chuckles. He says, I, I, I appreciate it. I, so trust me, you coming here alone is, a, is an act of uh, good faith. Um, and he, and he kind of, he, he shoots over like the details of this like manifest these guys. It's, it's 18, it's actually a total of 18 people. And your ship can handle it, but it's going to be very cramped quarters for you. Uh, there's gonna be some, there's gonna be a few people that are gonna have to sleep in uh, crash couches, basically. Yep. Okay. But they'll they're willing to do it. And he says, um, "Yeah, so uh, is, is this is this a, in your eyes? I don't know the specifics of the Sinclair well enough, but is this enough? Can you guys handle these individuals? Well, we can make do. Well, that's, that's good to hear. I'm sure they'll be happy to get back and to see." Uh, how things are unfolding. They've been a buzz, and we, we've definitely given them access to more news feeds over the last year. And if you have been uh, catching up over the last 48 hours, are intrigued. Needless to say, their their primary interest is seeing where they can research, but a few of, uh, well over, about two thirds of them are gonna stay and stay on board with me here. Uh, so when we do, uh, when I do go to establish this colony, they will be some of the, the minds to help uh, generate the success of it. They're very intrigued by this idea. But other ones, I understand they have attachments and family and such, so. Well. I'm glad you've uh, talked to them and given them a choice. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I, I think that we've all had to uh, be adaptive in our perspectives with the events of the last year, at least. Um, but thank you so much. Um, so what, I have something I need to be that needs to be done up front, and you have some things you want as well. Um, going over and thinking about it more and more, I can't think of a better team to lead this uh, expedition. The scientists they, they would do well and make make do there, but with additional help coming in, workers, um, negotiations, the dangerous potential environments, uh, we don't know what kind of uh, flora or fauna, if there even is going to be flora or fauna there. Um, I would need people that are bold and are um, adaptive and uh, ready to take on danger in any form. Um, okay. So, what can I do for you? Well, the first thing was uh, we had already spoken about uh, we can't make any of this happen unless we can buy our way out of the OPA Navy. The procurement of the Sinclair. Uh, indeed. Yeah, that was uh, definitely one of the first points I went to in thinking about how to move forward. Um, <clears throat> I have a few funds I'm going to have to consolidate and move around a little bit, so this may take me a few months to get arranged so it's not traceable, and that way it feels more organic um, than just someone came out and bought this thing, that will certainly raise suspicions amongst many, both OPA, UN, and MCR. I think we can agree on that point. Yeah, I, and, I, and I think to be free and clear, you also have to not just own the ship, but also own the absence of suspicions around the ship. Is that fair? That's fair. So give me about three months and I'll, I'll start having these uh, work out for you and Absolutely. Well, that does this, give us time to get people where they need to go. Absolutely. And and by all means, the, this establishment of Medina Station uh, by the OPA is probably going to be one of the strongest, highly successful operations the OPA will ever undertake. 
Um, I have to I have to admit the um, Dawes and Johnson's uh, taking advantage, redeeming a horrible situation of what occurred inside that space and trying to find something good moving forward is by far a very admirable action on their part. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, yes, I think that we could. Let me hear. Uh, what else? What else can I provide for you to help get you uh, ready to, to run this job um, and also do the immediate actions? I have some immediate actions I need you to take here in the next within within a certain time frame. All right. Uh, so right up front, if we're going to, I'm assuming that you have enough things to start a settlement. You know, food, water, filtering machines, and medical equipment. At this you know. point, I do not. However, I do have the resources to begin assembling these. So currently, what's happening. And you guys have kind of seen inklings of this, but he seems to know a little more about it because he's been watching the ring directly. Is there's people that are trying to build colony ships. Basically, they're getting ready for a land rush. They're thinking that like once like the blockade stops, they can just go through and grab whatever they want. Earth is prepping these, Mars is prepping a few of them. Um, and there's a few independent ones, especially surrounding Ganymede. Um and you suspect that Pope would try to build one of these colony ships. So basically it's like a, it's a freighter that has everything you need to like, you know, start, start a start a, start a civilization, uh, planet side type thing, you know, uh, just add water. Um, but what Pope does tell you, he says, well, most of the places do have water, but yes, filtration is an issue. Um, and I know that my ship here can certainly do quite a good, quite, quite a bit of good, um, at one of these colonies. So yes, I am currently setting that up to create a team to hire people, provide jobs along with stakes in the in the planet side, uh, whatever kind of resources on a planet we might find. But that, of course, leads me to my main issue is there's 1300 of these things. and I don't know what's on any of them. And I'd rather go and prepped. Thus, the immediate work I need for you and the crew this thing clear to do for me. OK, I guess that ties into uh, the fact of how are you determining where the heck you want us to go? <laughs> And I couldn't tell you. I, I and I don't think any of us, anyone in the solar system, knows which ones are going to be good and which ones are bad. But I do know a lot of eyes are going to be on which ones are appropriate, which ones are going to be easier, or harder. I my my concern actually at this point, thinking through it, is the poor, the poor souls that are going to be on a ship that just take a rush for one gate and don't know what's on the other side. Um, it's pretty scary, really. Uh, absolutely. It's and scary. once again, I'm. This is something I want to be successful. I think sending you through one of these blind would be the worst thing we could do. Fair enough. Um, so uh, I'll let Exo uh, talk about what he needs, you know, for any kind of weapons, supplies, you know, just who knows what kind of creatures might be down on one of these planets and uh, the rest of the team, what they're going to need. You know, for me, it's getting started. Um, and being able to take ownership of the ship again, but I know everybody else has uh, needs that they would like, mm -hmm. and so I would like to give Absolutely. them space to do so. Absolutely. Um, and uh, your your business know-how, Myrtle, and your leadership skills they've cultivated over the decades are invaluable. And by by far, I believe will be one of the greatest resources we'll draw on to make this a success. Um, why I need you to make a self-discipline test. Uh oh. Oh no. It's not gonna be that bad. It's not gonna be that bad. You're gonna like you guys are gonna like this one. I don't like it. No, you're gonna like this one. Whatever happens is gonna be good. I don't 
think 15. so. 15. Double sixes. You're sitting there drinking the coffee. This is the oh. best coffee you've had since you've been like planetside on Mars. You let it slip that you're starting to enjoy the coffee. And Hope says, oh, well, Mr. Thompson. So this here from Mr. Thompson, I, I see you're enjoying some of our, our fine coffee here. You have to admit the stuff we're growing here on the ship is quite impressive, isn't it? It's, it's pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you. I think we need this stuff. <laughs> not <laughs> on our ship. <laughs> I need some. We need five pounds of coffee before I walk out of this yeah. office. <laughs> that's that's 100% correct. We my, need question, my question is, are you going to give me some coffee or are you going to lose some teeth? <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to what everybody said or what the cap's been saying. And one thing that hasn't been brought up is we are missing two very valuable members of our team. Oh. Well, let that sink in for a minute. Letting him, you know, remember. Yeah. And Jack out. But then I'm going to be like, we're in very much, we very much need ourselves an engineer and med tech. I think it'd be better if maybe you could supply that for us instead of the OPA. I thought you, oh, I can understand you want an independent med tech. Um, I can, I can talk to some people. Um, I, I can see who I have in the network. I don't have that information on hand who would be available to work for you. Um, but I do know that the Sinclair is an older ship. And it's still a good ship, by all means. I'm not denigrating that. But I have a feeling that certain parts of it, especially knowing its history, is, uh, its piracy days, its earlier, its previous names. Um, how do I put this nicely? Um, pirates aren't known for keeping the best med bays. No, we definitely are in need of an upgraded Ned Bay. I think you helping us on that will bring me closer to thinking this is a good idea to work with you because right now, nothing you say or do is going to change my mind about how I feel about you. Well, it's, it's, I'm actually in an interesting predicament uh, the, uh, what that's happened to me in the last 48 hours, as you see. Um, our need for medical supplies on this ship have greatly decreased. So we are in surplus due to the egress of several of our scientists. So I'd be happy to provide you some more uh, medical gear, even while you're here, to be honest, and some more uh, medicine and a variety of things that you'll find quite more advanced than the standard OPA pa uh, med tech package. And some coffee, and I'll be happy as I can be right now. Like I said, we're in a surplus right now. But I think we can... I will never trust you, and I don't think half this crew or more of this crew will but if what you want to do is more on the good side and you're not looking for some evil bullshit behind the scenes we can make this work like i i want to this this is an interesting point I'm, I'm not interested in trying to be some governor i'm not trying to run this colony i'm interested in seeing it succeed i'm interested in the investment now by all means i do i am interested in reaping some rewards i'm hoping to Profit. I'm hoping to have my name on some things to sponsor some things, but I'm not interested in boots on the ground, having a so, big having a big desk on and a big building on this planet. So if we help you, we're helping you. We work with you, not for you. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm also once again my my any kind of like gestures to his left arm, or he or he, ha, or he has the sarcophagus as he calls it. I'm also not interested in threatening the success of this colony with my presence. Thus, I believe I will be staying in orbit upon the cryo brand 
uh, for a good duration of time. Um, but that doesn't mean I can't watch my investment grow or watch it succeed. I disagree at all. But he's like, I believe bringing this down there would be a risk I, I'm unwilling to take. I don't think there's very many people would want to be down there. <laughs> down there anyways with that. Yeah, and he's like, well, I I can tell you, I can actually name nine that are going to be on your ship uh, you're taking back to Ceres, but uh, they're, uh, they can be a little bit too eager at times too, but they're more eager now to see what's on the other side of these things. That's their charm. Um, well, let me hear. Let me, this is this is excellent. This is going well. I'm really I'm really enjoying this. Uh, what else? I think everything we're, I'm hearing is in line with what I've been thinking too. What about uh, uh, Miss Pazal or Mr. Duchang? I want all of the information you have on Project Nephilim. <laughs> He's like Project Nephilim. I can tell you what I know about it. It's more of how do I put this? It's not something I really, you really keep records on and, and mm -hmm. want to walk away. I certainly didn't bring any records of it with me. Um, it was something we heard at backroom meetings when executives got a little too drunk or ex-MCRN people came and, and had something to say and wanted to show off something. Um, you would hear it through Whisper Network. Um, and I don't think it's something the Martians would want to talk about. So I'm sorry, I don't have any records, but I can tell you what I do know. I'd be happy to share that with you right now. Well, you could write it up in a record. Absolutely. This wouldn't be an issue. I mean, it's only gonna be a few pages. I just know what the uh, final product was to be in. Uh, Hang is a fine, you look like a success. Hey, Taki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waxer's been describing many things in his life, but a success is not one. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, a, that's no. a rare one. That one got me on guard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'd rather have two pages written up than have to listen to you talk too long. Yeah, I agree. Seems fair. You give, you give her all the information. That's all I want from you. I don't want nothing else. Excellent. Um, so was there anything else to go on? I mean, obviously, um, we will need uh, workers for this. We will need help. We will need, uh, it will be a lot of hard labor. And if there's one thing I know that Belts know how to do, it is survive against the odds. And I believe most of these, uh, these plants could be, getting onto a new planet for humanity is, is completely against the odds. And so I would find it very beneficial to have uh, the two of you be folks people to bring in and, and try to help us recruit ample talent for this job uh, let me let me um let me see if I can retranslate what you said are you asking us to bring a primarily belter force onto this planet no I'm asking you to find the best the best the best people that know how to the people that know how to do good work and survive in a harsh environment that may, so may or may not. Yeah. There's well, one thing they know how to do, it's survive. I, I have to give So you want that. us to find Beltus to go on first to this planet that you don't know anything about. Oh, first, Which absolutely kill not. Us too. Yeah. He, he says absolutely kill not. We, we, plan on, we plan on studying down uh, several uh, probes and drones prior to 
setting, having a human set foot on this planet. Absolutely. Yeah. Bring back I samples. Why don't we take the 18 uh, best minds and use them? Yeah. Yeah, they hard workers. Yeah. <laughs> the honest, mm -hmm. honest, honest truth. It'll be hard to keep them off that planet once they uh, once they know about this. But those ones have decided to go independent and no longer be a part of my operation. They might find other means to get there. But um, I have I have another. Um, it means because I have, he has another forty scientists on board that are going to come along. Well, you better have access to good drugs for Beltas if you want us going down there, because we're gonna not going to recruit a bunch of Beltas uh, just so we could die doing stuff for you. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping to recruit people that want a better opportunity, and this includes Earthers and Martians. Um, Earth, for those of you that haven't been, and I'm sure Myrtle can speak to it, many of them are on basic. And it is not much of a life. And I think this is 1,300 opportunities for a lot of people never were going to have before. And I, we're gonna, I, I can almost guarantee you, he's like, let me, let me, put, it, let me put these in numbers. Population-wise, there's about 8 billion Martians and about somewhere between 1 to about 2 billion Belters. There's 30 billion people on Earth. And 15 billion of them have no jobs, have no prospects of advancement until that gate opened up. So, so far as bringing belters on, it isn't so much we're going to need them to do work and labor planet side. That's not what I'm asking. We're going to need them to know how to maneuver to get stuff on that planet side. These Earthers have, most of these Earthers have never been up in space. They don't know what it's like to be in this environment. Uh, they're just going to be strapped into a gravity couch and then show up on a planet and, and have a new job and have a new life. I mean, if you're asking this Belta Loader to be a boss man to boss a bunch of Earthers around, yeah, that's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it very well could be, uh, Mr. Chang. I can see, I know you have union experience and you know how to be a leader. Maybe. Don't make me cry, man. Call me a success. And you give me opportunities, man. <laughs> yeah. Why, 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 why do I hate you? <laughs> okay. Alright. Uh, it just sounds a little bit like you're trying to give Earthers a, a good, a good, comfortable time, as comfortable as a new planet can be, on the work of Belters. Is all it sounds like you're saying. Hmm. Sure, that's the case. I, I, I certainly see... If you wanted me to project my, my, my past as a businessman, I see the Belters being more of running, helping teach logistics and the maneuvering and how to actually get this thing to work. Where the Earthers will be, this is going to be a culture shift for many uh, Earthers, taking orders and learning from Belters. The, and here's the thing, the Earthers that don't listen to the Belters out in this environment, they're going to be the first to die. I hate to break it to you, I, I'm going to be honest with them. They're going to be the first to like not succeed and have a much harsher time than they need to have. I mean, we make a charter, yeah? Make the rules, yeah? I mean, maybe that this can work. I mean, he's, he says, you know, let me, let me ask you, how many, how many belters in your life don't know how to, honestly, do not know how to put on a vac suit in less than two minutes? <laughs> None. Um, but how many Earthers do I know that don't that don't know how to put on the back suit? It's billions. 
Yeah, there yeah, we definitely, you know, I'm with Waxer there is like we could get together and have a charter and expectations and that uh, you know, the buck stops here basically with our team and with any of the belters in leader positions. Absolutely. I mean, this isn't we're going to need security and I know that uh Mr. Thompson, Ms. Pazal, you all have experienced security force work, military police, uh, working uh, investigations and docs on on series. These are not small operations. And that that ability to listen to people, to really understand them from all wherever they're from and hear them out, is going to be good. And that's that's what I'm hoping. That's why I'm, I'm so interested about, in this crew. Maybe this is a chance, yeah, to uh, really start uh, Earthers, Belters, Martians, and start a new thing, yeah? Well, I mean, if you look at the system right now, Earth, I mean, Earth and Mars have aren't pointing guns at each other right now. OPA's not fighting anybody. Uh, I have a concern over some piracy issues. If these uh, colony ships start coming out here and just waiting around to the for the gate to open up whenever people decide, whenever Earth and Mars decide to let everyone through, I have a feeling that they're uh, they're just fat sows waiting with no legs waiting to be taken by someone. Um, What's that, a sow? That's, that's, it's a it's a it's a it's a pig, like an animal, like um, you know. So I mean, uh, uh, you know, it's it's like you can, yeah. We're not gonna get the best, you know, from. You know, people who are on basic, um, they, you know, they got no skills for the most part. Um, it's going to be well, really, motivated. that's the thing, uh, they're motivated. They might be motivated. So we might, who knows, you let know, it could you, be. Let me ask you this too, Myrtle. You know, we go back and think, I mean, about Medina Station, the behemoth, the Naboo. Why the Mormons want to leave? They had one major reason they were leaving Earth for. They didn't like the restrictions on reproduction. How many people in basic do you think dream of having a family? This is an opportunity for them to have a family and a job and a life and an investment in a future. I think those are going to be great motivators. And I think we're going to get the best work out of people. Well, yeah, but then there's the whole thing of, you know, who is actually going to pick all of those people on basic? Are we going to control that? Do we interview everybody? How do we do that whole process? Because if there's not a process in place, then the earthers are just going to take it over and they're going to send us the worst. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, you know, you know as well as I do, you know, because that's a lot, a lot of politics right there. And if we don't control who comes and it's just earth going, here you go. We're going to get everybody they don't want. Well, I and sure, oh, yeah, uh, all those all those people are going to come out here. And if they can't get with the program, they're going to die. But they, but we still have to deal with them. Or they're going to send, you know, a bunch of people who are going to take over what we've already established. Because that's exactly. also been seen, yeah. too. Or wait for us to so, establish it and then take it over from us. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, you know, pardon us for being a little bit hesitant to just go. Of course, we're going to go get belters. We trust belters, but I mean, you know, it's been shown in the past that Earth and Mars are too, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're too keen on taking stuff that belters have already made good. Fair yeah. enough. Um, well, we will put a recruitment out. Uh, I plan on trying to set up a recruitment 
uh, organization here for this. And there's already ones that are being established right now. Honestly, we're a little behind the curve on it. Um, but looking to recruit for these colonies and then for initial establishments and such. Um, but one thing, I mean, there's one skill the Earthers have that Martians and the Martians have a little bit of it and the Belchers do not have. Careful. No, he's all, you know, um, growing things in hydroponics setups is one thing, but growing them in a field is another thing. And that's one skill that a lot of Martians and, and I can't think of a single belt that has that skill. And so we're going to need to kind of start trying to see about how to skew all that. Um, it's going to be a shift. It's going to be a change for a lot of people. But I think we can do it. And, and I, here's here's and he kind of stuttered. Here's what I'm hearing from everyone here, sitting here. And you guys are kind of sitting in these like these like kind of two like like uh, couches that are kind of angled at his angle. He's behind the desk. I have not heard a single person here tell me that, that this is a bad idea. That this shouldn't happen. That this, of course that this is a, a good idea. Fail. It's a great idea. Of course it's a good idea. It just happens to be brought about by a person who's not a good person. And I, I just I, smile and I look straight at his face. <laughs> he, he, he looks straight back at you and he says, Zenny, this is why like, your honesty and your forwardness will go far in this operation. I will tell you. That. Please don't flatter me. It sounds very disgusting coming out of your face. <laughs> um, he looks back to Waxer, who seems to be just eating up the compliments. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'll take my flattery where it's welcome, miss. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so we take my flattery somewhere else, guys. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you didn't call me a success. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Um, so yeah, he um, he says this is excellent. Well, but look, uh, none of this is gonna work if we don't have a place to take this operation, and that's what I need from all of you. Um, I have an operative, uh, an inside man, if you will, on Callisto, and I need to get a hold of one of these um, uh, uh, Martian decryption module. Uh, and that's something I believe that your crew who has experience, uh, from my understanding, uh, you had a little run in with some forces on Kalisto a few years back and they went quite successfully. And I'm intrigued if, um, you, uh, might want to return to engage in some, uh, <clears throat> how do I put this? Espionage. Uh, likes how so? So I was gonna ask, like, what do you mean exactly? <laughs> well, so, uh, so Martian, uh, we need a decryption module. So you know what this is? Why? I mean, you started on some ships. Every Martian ship had this decryption module, which was a core element of the ship. Basically, if this got compromised, they would scuttle the ship. Like, if someone came in and got their hands on it, immediate order was blow the ship up with everyone on it. it doesn't matter who's on there, right? Um, these are the things that allow decryption of Martian transmissions, MCRN transmissions. So right now you guys, I mean, you guys, like the Sinclair gets pinged, like occasionally picks up some Martian transmissions. You guys can't make any it's sense like of it. It's a Turing machine. It is, yeah, it's a decoder, yeah. Yeah. Um, a very a very advanced one and a very big one. Um, they're about probably the size of like, they're probably like uh, about five, they're probably about like uh, three feet long and about like a foot and a half tall. And it's like a giant computer you kind of plug into the thing. Um, these are kept under lock and key, and uh, you know Kalisto would have a few of these, but they are very... If you got caught stealing one, you're going to be killed on site type thing. But he's telling you he has an inside person that can get us one. 
assure uh, you that they can get it for us. I believe so. Their um, psychological profile came through quite interested in this. Um, there seems a. I look. He's like, I don't know your. I don't, Mr. Thompson. I know you're not terribly loyal to the MCRN, but um, they uh, there's some people becoming increasingly dis disenchanted with the Martian uh, dream, if you will. Um, and they see the way the. They see the way the dice are falling or are rolling. Um, and so they're kind of trying to get ahead of the game. And unfortunately, it's, it seems disorganized at this point, but I do have an old uh, I have an old friend uh, on Callisto uh, that's very interested in being involved in this whole operation as well. They can obtain the decoder that you need. They can obtain it, but they can't do it on their own. This is a multi-person job. And it's not so much getting it, it's that getting it off the planet big issue. And the Sinclair is a smuggling ship with, with a very high success rate. You're not wrong there. Is there any way... Are you complimenting us? Your stealth technology is by far some of the best I've ever seen. Any way to share some of that technology with us? He kind of, I, I mean, we have enough to patch our ship, but we don't have enough to coat a new ship. Not to mention... Let's not say our whole ship. What about, about something, some way that we could keep whatever we're bringing off that planet completely hidden? Oh, what about We do not need to put our lives at risk. If you need us for this planet, for this colony, we need more assurance that we're going to make it to that, that we're not expendable. Yeah. He's like, it, he's all stealth. So, so stealth tech, it only kind of works at a dist at a high distance. Like, I mean, we're talking kilometers uh, up close. You can see the thing, um, yeah. but it's better. It more just like absorbs the infrared. So you can't really see it on infrared too easily. Um, you got some brilliant minds on here. Is there something they can come up with? Well, the issue is, um, is that the, the maneuvers on Callisto, the, the security protocols on Callisto are pretty tight. This is why we need the inside man. And so any idea, any ideas that we come up with here could immediately evaporate. I would imagine immediately evaporate. Plus, uh, he kind of, he's like, my guys on here are more um, biotech oriented. Uh, I don't really have, I mean, we have an engineering staff, but that's not been our focus. Our focus has been more on uh, nanoinformatics and um, looking more in astro physics type stuff, not really. Uh, more. Well, here's a question talking about your biomet, bio, whatever you gotcha. said, that's over my head. But we know that we have bolters that are going to be going to this colony on a planet that they've never stepped foot on any huh? planet. Is there anything your crew can, your team can build a medication wise that's going to help them and guarantee their safety? Oh, absolutely. Like I said, I'm willing to to provide you right now a surplus of our med tech, which does include some gravity drugs. Well, I know that, but something new. Mm. Mm. Away. This, is, this is really interesting. Because there's too much of a risk that what there is now could fail and hurt them. This is, no, he's like, this is a good point. This is interesting. He, he, he kind of, he's thinking for a second, and his eyes, wa his eyes wander over to Waxar. And he says, well, here's your here's your success. 
as we've mentioned, here's your here's your way forward in that regard. But we would need to have or taking some samples to understand how Mr. Yu Chang's uh, specific circumstances uh, happened. Um, and we could certainly try to adapt that into something else. Um, and the only other way we would get access to such information is by going to Mars itself and trying to sneak into their high security uh, data forts. Man, I'm all for fucking over Mars just as much as I am fucking over you, but I mean, he's like, he's like kind of laughing. He's like, he's like going and stealing one item off Kalisto is one thing. Trying to break into a highly secure, I don't, I don't know anyone. Trust me, if I knew people that inside on Mars that would help me out, I'd be talking to them right now. It's understandable. I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for the crew. I'm not definitely not going to speak on above Waxer about that part. But but he, he kind of looks at Waxer. He's like, just imagine though, uh, Mr. Duchang, you could be the key to unlocking success for belters on new planets. You know, that is something, yeah. It's something I could do to help us belters adapt better. I mean, maybe that's something I, I'm willing to do, yeah, for this I, mission. I won't kid you, the number one issue we're ha I'm having with retention of my staff here, the scientists, is giving them new exciting things to work on. And by all means, they're still excited about the the scan of the protomolecule I've provided them and what what we've garnered from the ring and the energies that are coming off it that we've been monitoring. But this, this would be something I can tell you right now, none of them have heard of. They'd be blown away by it. And, yeah. it and we could benefit much of it too. Imagine that. Imagine us being the first colony that can say, we don't care where you're from. You can come here and you can come here safely and not have to worry about six months of painful gravity drug treatment. I'm sure there's a possibility, yeah, that this will kill me. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm, I, don't, I don't imagine a, a simple biopsy or uh, we, would, we would want a muscle biopsy, uh, take a few other samples here and there of a few organs if we could. Um, but by all means, we have the med tech here to patch you right back up. Oh, people. Something I need to think about, but uh, yeah, I mean, if there's something that came out that can come out of this, what happened to me, mm -hmm. that could be good for for other belters. Yeah, I'd be willing to do that. And we, we would, um, I. But I will say this: the sooner you give us, you provide, you're able to provide us samples, and it would just be a, a short procedure. Uh, the longer we would have to work on it. So while you're out doing work for me, I'm doing work for you as well. I kind of look at uh, Cap and Exo, and you know everybody just sort of like. This one's on you, buddy. Yeah, this is yeah. all you. We'll support you, whatever you want to do. I'll stay yeah. with you. If they take you somewhere, I'll go with you. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to react when they put me down and uh, take samples, but uh, yeah, I think this is something uh, I'll do. Yeah, <clears throat> for the mission. Okay. Sorry, I, I just put my feelings in the chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no! So, <laughs> give me your blood! <laughs> it's not the horror show the whole time, Pete. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. okay, we'll think about it for a little bit and, and come back to it. Um, you guys do have to kind of prep the ship to bring, I mean, 18 people on board. It, it, uh, like a, it's not a small amount of people to bring on board. 
Um, you do have to do some adjustment. You guys do have food enough. Once again, the stores on the ship are ample um, and the like, too. You, can, you guys could repurpose the brigs if you need to really. Uh, as we've, we've had come up in the conversation. We've done it so before. Done it so. before. <laughs> done it before. Um, you wouldn't be the smartest person that's ever sat in this room. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, okay. So he, he kind of hears it out. He's liking this, but he's and he's like, once you're ready, I am I'm happy to provide you information on my contact on Kalisto. Um, and I can provide you certainly, uh, she's able to already provide a, um, a route for you to get to planet side. Now, from my understanding, it may be a little tricky for your Belter friends to be involved in certain parts of this, but um, the civilian areas on Kalisto are probably more than welcoming to them. Question yeah, two is I'm... how are we going to explain this to the OPA that we're going to do something else, not with them? Well, I think the OPA at this juncture, I mean, you're going to have to explain them why, why you've been off course and your transponder has been turned off for several days. Um, and you can certainly burn hard back there, but if you can explain simple malfunction, uh, maybe say something went wrong with the Sinclair and you need to make a quick swing by Kalisto, nearest shipyard. Um, you also could be picking some stuff up there or dropping some stuff off. I can, um, it, it wouldn't be hard to, to make that happen. Okay. So I, and I won't kid you, my, my contact is a Martian Navy officer. And he, uh, he kind of flashes you over, uh, or kind of puts up on a screen real quick. Um, says, uh, let me give you a uh, quick, let me give you some pulls up this. He pulls up this uh, uh, information thing here, a uh, little data kind of about someone, and he pulls up the name uh, Lieutenant, I got a company, there it is, uh, Lieutenant Un Kim. Uh, it is a Martian, it uh, looks like a kind of a higher ranked person, kind of person that would be training mostly other pilots and stuff like that too and doing test runs on ships. Um, but they are not a low ranked Martian officer. They're pretty decently up there. This is someone that in, you would know this why immediately someone has access. And I don't know, how does Wyatt feel about that? You have like a, an actual enlisted person who's willing to like sell out Martian, Martian hot, like security, like Martian security technology. How's that going over for you? Or Myrtle, for that matter. It's more its more of an indifference for him. It's not... I don't like the idea that someone that high is can be that easily corrupted. But it's also the Martians, and right now I just don't give a shit about Martians. But So I'm kind of like teetering on both sides. And you, you kind of also get this, this idea that like the Martians in the UN are hoarding this data about these other worlds. They're the ones that are they're the ones that have the stuff ready to go and probe it. And they're still kind of they're still setting up for it. I mean, it's still taking them time to figure out how to get it all out. They only have so many probes that can, they can do some work so fast. <clears throat> um, and uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just colonization all over again, and who's controlling what? So he kind of he kind of takes when you say that he says that he says it is it is an interesting point, but there's no. The preliminary scans, from what I was saying, I mean, we would have heard about it. No one's finding aliens. I mean, aside from animal, basically animal analogs at best, or some plants. Um, 
that you know according to the the current the major prevalent theory these uh whoever built these rings the protomolecule these builders they uh they wiped everyone else out once they had to start over again we got lucky and didn't have to start over yeah i'm just saying that you know um as far as how i would feel about you know a high-ranking military person you know or or what they do it for the greater good mm-hmm. because clearly clearly we're not doing the right thing you know mm-hmm. down on earth and luna i mean we haven't fixed any problems we've made every problem worse so yeah. so if if somebody's you know i mean i left the service because you know my eyes got opened and if somebody else in the martian navy has feels the same way i do you know then that's 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 a good thing i think as long as nobody is suffering right as long as the belt's not no. suffering as long as you know i don't even know how it is do well, you even have poor people on mars i mean you know as long as no one's getting screwed over really except for the corporations <laughs> um he says well i can tell you there are poor everywhere earth mars does have poor but it is much more prevalent on earth than uh the belt than uh ours but I think that's we're kind of number goal. one. We're <laughs> number one. Right, right. <laughs> the, uh, you, you, you do know, uh, he's like, yeah, but I think that the opportunities for wealth, like, and we're talking, and he's like, oh, let's be clear, genuine wealth, like, like social wealth, and even the wealth of, of like taking pride in, in, in building a future for children, and even the capacity to have children. This is a big issue that Earthers have been facing. I can't imagine it's good for the psyche. But I mean, who who's having many children? I mean, Jules Pierre Mao has five kids, where most people on basic aren't even allowed to have one. The Mormons were willing to build a whole goddamn ship and send their people off for a hundred years into space, not knowing where they're going to have children. Yeah. So this is an opportunity. This is a real opportunity. Um, and I, I, I'm glad you're all on board with my opportunity, but we can't do it if we can't find a place to to settle to, to, to go toward um, and I need that I need that decryptor uh, now I do understand the ramifications of this decryptor I do understand you may think it's a threat because uh, this is and he basically he's like saying like this is the type of thing you can use to listen in on Martian military communications it's it's pretty it's, it's a pretty dangerous piece of gear to have um, it's more dangerous than the power armor that we had I would say so and he's, he's like, yeah, power armor? <laughs> um, so, what? Um, then he's like, interesting point, interesting point in my security brief. I need power armor. Power armor. <laughs> um, all right. So he um, he, he kind of says, okay, I think it sounds good. Let me, um, let me go ahead and uh, I'll send you all the information here to get uh, talking to Lieutenant Kim. And uh, you'll, uh, I'm sure when you get down closer to Callisto, uh, she'll have information for you. I'll make sure to get that out. Uh, that contact is, um, and he kind of flashes you over some stuff, Myrtle. And basically, it's this little like ping information you send out, and all it is, it's like it's like something you just kind of like. It looks like some random login for like some random social media, like just some like like shitty social media built bulletin board thing, like a Martian mm-hmm. one. And all it's gonna do is like run a code and just post this one little like like string of like uh, like a little like uh, message saying like. Hell, you know, hello world or whatever it is, really just bullshit. But he's like saying, uh, whenever you're ready, just run that login and run that uh, that post, 
and Lieutenant Kim will get a hold of you from there. All right. Well then, um, I suppose I've wasted enough of your time. Uh, if you prep the Sinclair to uh, have uh, my, my former staff uh, bring them back to wherever you're going to go, take them back to Ceres, Ganymede, wherever uh, you're going to stop, that would be excellent. And uh, I think you have a little bit of uh, time to catch up on uh, getting back home, getting back to your uh, home base. Yep, that sounds about right. But uh, you're going to need to go uh, see Miss Kim, uh, Lieutenant Kim, uh, as soon as you can get the opportunity to. Yep. Understood. Right. We're going to need some that coffee, so yeah. And he, and he has he he has his assistant. His has already been taking notes. It like looks like he's actually running the logistics of it. Um, as you guys, if you guys, do you guys want to go back to the ship? Go back to Sinclair. Uh, I'm ready to give samples and get that over with. Okay. Yeah. We'll take. Any, yeah, any, we'll, any. we'll leave them behind, I guess, and then okay. Wyatt can get the coffee, and <laughs> Waxer can do the blood thing, and <laughs> you're gonna break a lot of needles on me. Uh, so they <laughs> they go ahead and um, take uh, they take you back, Waxor, and it's you meet some of the doctors, and they're kind of like uh, taken aback by you, and they. Um, they go to uh, start like injecting like looks like some uh, kind of paint like local anesthetics and stuff like that too. And they put you in an auto dock and the thing starts like measuring you up and checking it. They actually have to go through and recalibrate it a little bit here and there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're kind of here. Kind yeah, of back yeah. there. Um, you go. They go full clockwork orange on you. No, uh, so, uh, <laughs> but they uh, they kind of you kind of lean back and the auto dock starts measuring you up and they're like looking at some weird signals like this doesn't line up and, that's, and they're like okay. And they go through and it, the things are taking biopsies of muscle mass of uh, some, you do feel it, the, the one part that does kind of discomfort you, it does drill into your bone at one point in your arm. And you, mm. you can see it take like a marrow sample. Um, and they're, uh, they kind of talk you through it. It's actually pretty easy. I mean, honestly, you've probably hurt yourself more than this. Uh, you've been shot in the chest while wearing plate, while wearing armor and stuff and then in fights yeah. and your nose broken. I mean, that stuff is more painful than this. This is just kind of like, I like, you have to sit around and take it. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> the, the waiting. Um, the rest of you guys, you guys go to where the Sinclair is. You can see they have pallets. Uh, it looks like they have like a whole bunch of med stuff lined up. And then they also have uh, what looks to be um, a whole case of coffee ready for you, Wyatt. Uh, probably about like uh, close to 20 pounds of coffee ready to go. Stayed with uh, on our uh, waxer. Are you with the waxer? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't leave the side. Oh, you want to hold his hand? Okay. So you, you guys hold yeah. his hand, and uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of watch them. Uh, why? And they, I mean, they're all above board. They're pretty professional. They're really nice. They're really intrigued. They kind of have some questions here and there. Um, yeah, I just wink when they take like bone marrow. Anything painful, I like look over and wink at you, yeah. Wyatt, and <laughs> the docks and smile. Yeah, it's uh, but uh, Zenny and uh, Myrtle, you come up there, and uh, do you want to have the crew loaded on or? How do you want to load it on? Do you want to load it on yourself? How do you guys want to do it? Oh, shoot, I'm not there. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Bailey. a payload specialist. Yeah, you call yeah it we, can, we can have the crew. Okay. Um, so uh, we'll, start... we'll watch them really well, though. <laughs> so the, um, yeah, so the, the, there are the two armed guards, but they're like just kind of watching. They seem pretty casual. They're not like really like, uh, they're not really in into this. Like they don't think you're going to be a threat. Um, Zenny, you know that these, like, Rude. if you were, well, yeah. <laughs> Zenny, you know, like, if, if you were, if you had, if you had your gun, this would be the time to take these guys out, but, like, you don't have okay. a gun. Um, but they All right, my ship's right there, though. Yeah, your ship's right there. <laughs> um, but they do kind of go through. Uh, Creedy kind of, like, like, as you guys kind of, and Creedy's kind of coming down, looking through all these, like, med supplies, and it's like, holy shit, is this real? 
Should it not be? I, this, I, I've never, I mean, I've only read about this stuff. Like the Earthers use this crap. Like this is like high-end gears. And he like, we don't, you know, I, the OP doesn't issue this kind of stuff. I mean, I, I know there's a little bit on the series, but not much. This is like military grade, like medical gel. Like, he's like, and there's like, it's a, oh, it's like a, it's like a mobile auto dock. Holy shit. Like, and it's like a little mobile auto dock. It's not like, it's not going to like repair someone from like dying, but it's, it's going to be good enough if like you need to move around. And when I say mobile, I mean like, it's like a rack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, it's not like something you just put in your backpack. It, it's, it's a rack. Um, and he's like, holy, sh-. he's like, they just gave this stuff to you guys? Well, we had to suffer for it, but you know, we had like, to listen to him talk for a long time. <laughs> I got, I earned these golf clubs by listening to his timeshare. <laughs> you guys got timeshare. That yep. was the whole game. I don't know that spoiler. It was a timeshare. Uh, yep. I'm sure. Not again. Timeshare time pitch in space, the RPG. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, but no, like, Katie's like, this is a, like, he goes, Myrtle, she goes, look, Myrtle, this is, I, I don't know how to use this stuff. This is above my pay grade. I mean, I know how uh, to use it, but like, I don't know. I don't want to waste well, we it. Well, we got, we got time to, uh, figure it out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I it, believe in you. You can do this. Yeah, so this is the kind of stuff where, like, I don't know, if you, like, if you, like, cut open your arm, it could, like, heal it up in a matter of, like, an hour or something. You grow the flesh pretty quickly. There's, like, anti-cancer drugs. There's, like, anti-rad stuff to, like, this is, like, it's military-grade stuff. This is the kind of stuff you used to see in the military on ships. Um, And you saw people use it once in a while when they got really banged up or injured um, just from being, like, like out in space and stuff. And this is... uh, Something. This is this is a whole different like like you you almost you almost wonder you almost wonder if it's gonna go to waste unless someone gets shot. Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, it, we're gonna get shot at, at least. Why it'll yeah. get shot at some point? Um, yeah, I'm gonna act like it's no big deal, uh, even though inside I'm like, holy yeah. shit! Yeah. So crazy, <laughs> like crazy, like well, it calls down uh, McMichael's. Hey. Uh, can you help me install, start installing all this stuff? And Michael's like looking at it. He's like, holy shit. He's like freaking out. He's like looking at it all. And he's like looking at some, I mean, he's like these like drugs and painkillers and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, shit, like, he's like, you guys know how much that we could sell this for on series? No. Oh, I was just like clapping his face. He's like, I'm just saying, like, he's I'm just saying. No. Okay. He puts it down. Stop. He puts it down. And he goes, <laughs> and he starts taking the, the auto dock and he starts wheeling it through and he's gonna like take it up the, the hatch and everything. Um, and, uh, and you, right now you guys are in, there's no gravity right now. So you guys are kind of like, he loaded up with these on the, on the lift. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's just shaking his head going up there. And he's just like, man, this is cool. But he's going to go rig it into the, um, he's going to go rig it into the ship system. So it's like, it's, it's talking to the computers and it's powered and everything. Um, and you see Critty along with, uh, Drax are starting to like, like load it on. And Drax is, Drax kind of goes up to use it and he's like, what'd you give him? I guess we're giving him his dream, so he's really paying us a lot for it. Also, dreams. we kind of... Well, this is dream to go and colonize a planet that no one else has done, I guess. So we're going to help him do that. I mean, it sounds... Sounds neat. I, I think it's going to be good. I think it is. 
I just don't like him. I, he's like, I mean, you know, let me ask you a question. You like Anderson Dawes? I mean, do you really like him? He does a lot of good stuff for people. I feel I'm like at least a... apathetic about him. Yeah. I feel like this he's... guy. I talked to him for five minutes, and I just want to just. <laughs> yeah, I mean, growing up, he's. Like, I will say that growing up, we knew that Anderson Dawes was the, the son of a bitch. We wanted on our side. He was on our side. This guy, I guess you're right. Yeah. We don't know whose side he's on or what he's trying to do. So I think that's. Nah. He's on his own side, and I think that that's more annoying than anything else. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. And he, he's 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 his brother's like so. What are we doing for him, off the bat? Like, what's our first? Well, we're gonna go retrieve something that's gonna help us uh, find the right place, so we don't just go through the ring and then end up in somewhere that doesn't have a good planet for us to go. Like that's that's basically we're we're gonna we got these scientists they're gonna come on board and they want to do different projects or some of them are gonna come with us you know and because they're gonna know more about you know air land yeah. water you know that whole thing so you know we need some of those folks too and uh, but some of them were just giving lifts home and then we're just stopping by uh, Callisto for a short time. Well, at least we're going to the Martians. Oh, we're just well, going we're, to the shipyard. No biggie. I mean, that that's where they build Donner class ships. Like, okay. And he kind of looks at Danny like he's like, I probably should shut up and I'm going to shut up and walk away. And uh, just he, shrug. Goes, he, goes, he's, he goes, he goes, hey, Yan, uh, come help me. We got to we got to uh, make sure all the all the crash couches are working. And Yan comes up and he's like, OK, well, yeah, he, he's like, waves. He's like, OK. And, Rax is like, I think it went pretty well, and uh, he sees all the supplies, and like you see, Yan's like, holy shit! Like, he's like, he's like, like they're like astounded at having this kind of stuff, uh, bone density drugs, I mean, all kinds of stuff. It's just like, uh, it's a smorgasbord. It's a, it's a, it's a pharmaceutical smorgasbord. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and uh, you know, they're kind of taken aback by this wealth that's put in front of them. And uh, he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. And he has like his toolkit, and he starts like going over and checking the crash couches in. Doesn't take he doesn't yeah doesn't take his eyes off the off like the medications and the drugs and on like all this kind of stuff that's coming in, but he like is like going and like checking all the the gimbals on the crash couches, making sure the gel pads are working, and he's just like talking. You can hear you can see him talking to Drax. They're kind of like, what's going on? This is wild. Okay. Um, Waxer, they they patch you back up and give you a lollipop. Uh. <laughs> Didn't hurt a bit. Hey, no, it hurt. <laughs> it did. Why? You can I tell lie, it hurt. Though. I lie, yeah. 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 <laughs> Waxer, the best liar of us all. And, um, <laughs> and they, they, you can see them taking these samples and they're kind of putting them in like, uh, they're kind of securing them. It looks like they're kind of splicing the samples between some are being preserved and some are actually looks like they had a, a person come and just take, looks like they're taking them right to a lab as soon as possible. Um, and, uh, Wherever this lab is, they're gonna start scanning the shit out of the stuff. And they were even they took some X-rays too, Baxor. They took some uh, you know MRI type stuff, scans of your body, compared to and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Can I get a copy of all these records too? I want to know everything that's going on. And they're they're like sure, and they start forwarding the the scans over to you, release. And they're I mean they're straightforward like medical scan stuff you would see like if you were on series. I mean, nothing now the ordinary. Uh, why? And you, you you're watching these guys do it. They're not like. 
I mean, they walk them through everything. They tell them everything they're doing. You know, they don't. They're not injecting them with anything aside from the uh, pain medications and such. So. So basically, because the only person that we don't trust is the guy in charge. Everybody yeah. else seems like just yeah. a straight up yeah. science yep. worker, medical worker, whatever. Correct. <laughs> and they, they, when you hear them talking, like why you kind of, you kind of, you kind of watch these guys doing it, and they're, um, they're really clear, trying to be ethical. You can tell, like trying to be like cordial, and you, you can kind of tell that some of them have this like like fear of being like the guys that ran the Eros experiment. You can kind of tell, like they, they know about that shit. They've heard stories about it. And you're, you're guessing either like they heard about that or like Pope told them, don't, we're not playing that game. We're not gonna try to be like that. You know, we're not gonna pull a, a you know, a genocide to figure out if this thing works or not. Uh oh. Yeah, I guess we all finished here now. Yeah. Let's yeah, get and they, they get you up and, uh, uh, Patel, the uh, the assistant, uh, comes over and he he's yeah, oh, let's uh, let's go. And, uh, he he guides you back to the ship, the through the uh, elevator and everything. And even as you guys are going through it, even if you wanted to run off Waxor Wyatt, like all the doors are locked around you. Like you can see, like they have it, so you, you're you're basically uh, confined in here to where the space is. So they're not gonna let you just have the front of the ship. That's fair. It's understandable. Wouldn't want them to have the front of our ship either. Yeah, and it's, a, and it's a pretty big ship. So also, you might get lost. Hey, who knows? Uh, <laughs> um, so you guys, you guys get back on the ship, and you can see uh, everyone's kind of hanging out there. Um, McMichael's is coming back, hauling up these medical supplies, um, and he's like, he sees you coming back. So he's a waxer. He's like, man, did you see all this stuff, man? This is no, no, yeah. And like, he's like, this is an Earth's grip of medical supplies, man. And he's like, this, we could bring this back to series and change a lot of lives, man. Yeah, that's good to know. Let's uh, let's take care of this stuff, and uh, yeah, let's uh, you know, let's not mess around. We don't want to break nothing. Yeah. Okay, man. He's like, he's like, hey, he's like, I got the inventory. He kind of flashes you over the inventory, and it's a lot. And like, you can see they're doing the current work orders upstairs, the med bay. Um, does anyone go and look at the med bay? I want to go see what it looks like after it's all set up. Yeah. Oh well, it's not all set up, but I mean, well, you, go, you go up. You're just in this high end med bay, and yours is a shithole. Uh. <laughs> You're like you really need to clean this ship up. You know, yeah. uh, your, your first thought is asking Critty, "Do we have stuff for tetanus?" Like, <laughs> like you know, it's that bad. Um, and uh, we got we got tetanus, shit, right? Like, okay, you're like uh, you. Yeah, and so uh, no, Critty's like like hooking up this this auto dock is like pushing buttons on it and going like and it has like on their data pad like a manual pulled up and it's like okay, so to do this <laughs> and to do this. And like looks back and says, "Exo, for something that's supposed to do this automatically, this thing's really complicated." <laughs> like, um, we really need to hire somebody who knows how to do this. I guess yeah. they're like, they're like, I mean, this is we. Just, I, I patch people up. You know, I just I kind of fix them up and I get them back to going. But like, you, you do a great job with that too. Yeah, but this is like, I mean, like military grade tech. I would only heard about. You know? Oh, man, I'm only a level three. This is like a level five stuff. You know, we need to get some. I like I. Trying to learn, but you what know, about these people that join us on our ship? You think they can teach you enough to get through it before we get back maybe, to where we're going? Some might know how to do it. I, I don't know if they're med techs or not, but yeah, we'll talk to them. We'll be on here for a month or so with them. So yeah, well. I think we should definitely talk with them. I mean, yeah. okay. any little bit of help will be great. And you can see that, like, basically, like they start, like, Michael starts bringing it in, and like he's trying, they're trying to clean up the stuff a little bit here and there, and like the shelves are overflowing. Everything's like beyond full they're actually having to like uh bring in extra like um 
fabricate extra shelving and spacing like cabinets in here and they're actually like big michael's installing like cabinets like <laughs> like in the in the med bay and everything um because there's only one bed in the med bay of the, of the ship it's not a very big med bay mm -hmm. um so he's like if, if you were if you want perspective like if you're watching like the expanse on the rothanante it's about half the size of the rothanante's um and he's just like yeah okay cool well, i guess we're good um and we can do a lot of it on the flight and everything too so you bring on board all these scientists and so that too. Um, do you want to? Do you guys want to sacrifice any of your rooms to try to like double up in some of the bunks to give them more rooms, or do you want to have them all to tell me get grab a crash couch and crash? Like, I'll give somebody my room. I'm, okay. I'm fine with sleeping on a crash couch. Okay. Oh, you can, you can, you can, you can. What's up? I won't give my room up, but I'll share it. Okay. You can. Why is offering to share? I'll give mine to two people. Okay. And then yeah, I'll, I'll share. All right, Myrtle's willing to share, so um, you guys I'm too big to share. Well, you, you're down <laughs> in engineering. You, you have your own little room with McMichael's down in engineering. Okay. And so yeah. you, that one, they're not going to take because you don't want these guys, these strangers running around engineering. <laughs> the personal. Yeah. Unless you're that kind of ship. It's that kind of looseness. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, you, you, everyone kind of grabs every second too, and they get set up. And um, uh, as you guys, uh, before you leave, uh, you're down by the, on the, the docking bay, and um, you see uh, Hope comes down to see it with his with his assistant, and the two guards are all are there by all means. They're actually a little more on uh, watch than when, when Pope's actually around. You see they're actually a little more attentive. The boss man's here. And uh, Pope, um, uh, you know, Myrtle, do you want to, like, uh, approach him, or do you want to just have him wave a little goodbye and tell him to you know, screw off, or how do you want to do this? Yeah, I'll approach him. Okay. He says, um, well... I look forward to seeing your success. Uh, when you when you have it, uh, and he kind of gives you this series of posts. Basically, one post is to initiate this next mission, and another post is to initiate when you're done with the mission. Okay. Where you have it, and you're, you're safe, basically. Right. Um, and uh, he says, um, "Well, good hunting, Captain Myrtle. I have a lot. I have a lot of faith in, in the success of this future uh, that we dream of. It's in your hands." Yeah. Well, we'll do our best, and uh, we'll be looking for you. Don't let uh, us down, man. We're all very much... Because we're, we're all going on the line for you. We're trying to share your dream. So make sure you're there for us. I appreciate it. And uh, be sure to tell your uh, your, comra your, your uh, comrade, your comrade, Boxer Chang, that he's done the right thing, and uh, donation will go far. I will let him know you have said though. Excellent. And he goes to he goes to with his one hand goes to shake your hand, Myrtle. I just kind of look at him and go, "Okay," and I'll shake his hand. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. He goes. Uh, I'm like I, I forgot how to be polite to people. You know, like the the, the I you've been around be, belters too long. I've been around belters too long that I'm like. <laughs> So you, uh, you oh yeah, 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 yeah! Shake your and hand. He has, a, he has a, you know, he has a. It's a reasonably firm grip. It's just, it's a, it's a commonality one, and uh, he seems really happy about it. And um, so, it's, uh, well, good hunting, Captain Cooper. Good hunting to, right. to the crew of Sinclair. I like to imagine that I'm I'm standing in the background yeah, like, by back. by our door, and I absolutely have my have my gun like very visible at this point, and I'm like making stink eye eyes at the two security guards yeah. being like, yeah, you can take my gun now. You can take my gun now, are you? You're all, you're all like this. You're all like... <laughs> well, not that. Not that much. 
What's that? What's that, shooty? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Can I hit all three of them yeah. from here? Oh, I know no. you want to. <laughs> no. All right. So they, uh, you, you go ahead and um, uh, the the air. You guys get on. The airlocks close up. The ships part, and then you start burning back uh, to it. Um, you guys head back to spend the uh, the month and a half heading back. Do a little bit harder burn for everybody. Uh, nothing too hard, but like about half a G burn as opposed to your, your third G burn make up the time. You get back to series. There's some quest um, right now. Uh, and, and Drax kind of talks to you about this, Denny, and he's like, this is too smart. He's like. Series is busy. He's like, and he's like, look at the numbers and pull up the numbers from series about like the docking. He's like, they didn't miss us. Like, like he's like, like, they should have noticed that a ship was running late. They didn't care. Mm. There's so much traffic coming on on the series and, and everyone pushing out to the to Medina station and jumping off from wherever to, to get out there. I don't I don't think the OP gives a shit unless you're a Medina station. Well, that's good to know. It's like, well, it's, he's like, it, does it seem weird to you that like our cover is billions of kilometers away from us in, a, in another pocket dimension or whatever the hell that thing is? It's like, this is... I, too much of it's lining, he's like, he's like, too much of it's lining up for us. Too much is lining up. Too much is, is working. I don't, he's like, I don't like it. Yeah. I absolutely agree. A hundred percent. And that's why we don't ever fully trust people. We're gonna keep our heads on us. And when when the inevitable shit hits the fan, we're gonna do what we do best and we're gonna figure out what to do next. You know, we look out for us and ours first. It's always been that way. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, we got like a day here. Uh, Grab dinner. Sure. Like, oh, so just just to be clear, like we're not we're not drinking the coffee on the series, right? Exo said we can drink his stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, there's 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 plenty, there's plenty. I'm sure that that he'll let. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no we've all had that one piece of food. We're like, I can't go back. Yeah. Like I can't go yeah, back. Uh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't. So uh, can't turn that part yeah. of my mind off. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So we hit turn twenty. So someone's got to roll a d six for me. Who wants to roll today? Not it. Waxer, you had the, you lost bone yeah. mass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you donated <laughs> your body today. <laughs> yeah. Turns out they took a, it. Turns out they took your whole femur. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't notice until you got back. <laughs> So we'll give you a, that kind of, I got a three. You got a three, my friend. Okay, that is a major effect. Cool. Major, <laughs> major turn. Major turn has occurred. I will not tell you what it is. I love this because something damn oh, face is big and dangerous. All right. So you guys get back. And the, the scientists all kind of dis disembark, um, and uh, you know they're kind of looking around. And most of them just straight up go to like. I mean, get the next transport back to Earth or get back to someplace else. Some are like looking for jobs, uh, but if, if they're gonna 
have to go be anywhere where they need to get someplace else, Ceres is by far the best place, um, by all means. Mm. So that is that is good news for them. And uh, you guys kind of talked to a few of them, made some friends with them, played some card games with them, whatever it was. Um, they, they played, some played chess, some tried to teach you chess waxer, maybe you took to it, maybe you kind of enjoyed it a little bit. Um, but they were, they were largely pretty mellow, actually. Like, that was kind of the thing. And one thing, though, uh, you did notice uh, Wyatt from hanging out with them is that none of them talked about what they were doing for Pope. Um, you were welcome to try to pry, but they all kind of shut up about it pretty quick. Um, I don't think they're going to give anything up, so I'm not going to push and pry. Oh, I, um, did you want... Uh, and Yeah, so you guys kind of do all that and everything, uh, but the scientists do just mark successfully. And... Um, yeah, like uh, Callisto. Uh, how long do you was do you guys want doing preparations on series before you head for Callisto or? Uh, I would just ask the rest of the crew. What what all did you do on Callisto? That was before my time. And and and, and waxers. Right and yeah, waxers. Like... Oh, and waxers. Well. <laughs> it was actually about. It was actually probably about like uh, two and a half years before they met you. Yeah. Damn. Before Eros. I'll have to read back through my journal on some time <laughs> off, and I will get back. <laughs> uh, same. You, yeah, um, Zanny, you, you're thinking. All right, some shook down with these guys on Callisto, but you have a proper time frame for it. Yeah, you can ask Crystal. <gasps> I can. She has the We're news connections. Here. Yes. Yeah. You go back to see Crystal. Yeah, and I'll, yeah, yeah. You bring I'll, her. You bring her. And you, you, you get her favor by bringing her the best cup of coffee she's had in years. Hundred percent. Lisa's where we were doing the Pyramid News Network, wasn't it? It was the Pyramid News Network. Uh, but she goes and she goes. All right, let's see here. Let's pull it up. And there's some news articles and some some video feeds. And like in one of the video feeds, you see uh, Wyatt with a like pretty high tech assault rifle uh, shooting a rather high tech guy in a very high tech spacesuit with thruster packs and like an assault rifle and shit, along with like two other people, you like several other people you've never seen. One of them is Jackrabbit for sure. Mm -hmm. And another one is this like kind of lanky belter dude. And then Myrtle and the other two look like Martians. But interesting enough, their faces have been removed from all the footage. Like they were scrubbed from the data. The Martians were? Yeah. And Crystal's like, this only happens, and this is like basically, she's like, this only happens when Martians, like, secret stuff happens with Martians. They don't want people's identities out. But whoever these two are, they're not. This is Martian Secret Service action. This is beyond the Navy. These are like the best of the best. Um. Didn't didn't Myrtle say I didn't I could were you like the Sinclair had someone in the Secret Service that was, that was like Martian Secret Service they messed with also that was on board for a while but anyways she's like well basically what happened is um it looks like they were there was some sort of scuffle at this like news network there like there was like a little small it was I remember these guys Pyramid News Network they were just like some like ragtag like uh like tabloid like independent news. Uh, independent. Very independent, uh, and I would say even independent of the truth. They would put out weird stories and weird kind of conspiracy kind of fun stuff. But I remember this because someone like attacked them. And from what I heard that like some of their stories happened to be true. And they and no one else had these stories. 
And right. these, these guys that attacked him, this is like, as she pulls out the kind of the skin, she's like, this isn't dissimilar to the tech that like Protogen, uh, Jules Pierre Mouth Company had when they when they attacked the Donager. This huh. is this is high tech gear, and you can see like you actually can see some of the footage where one of the guys is wearing a spacesuit. He gets shot right through like, like, like his vacuum. They're not in vacuum; they're like in like like environment. But he gets shot through this like padded suit, and you can see the suit actually like repair itself around where the bullet hole went through. So it's like it's like high tech shit. These guys were using, hmm. and your your friends took these guys on. Hmm. Huh. She's like something shook down with him in Callisto a few years back, but there's no. All we know is that like someone took hostages at the Pyramid News Network, and then MCRN forces came in and stormed it and, and saved everybody. I thought I was really saying. Yeah, they were kind of avoiding the question. It's almost like they had forgotten what had happened or something. Yeah, and uh, Pyramid News Network. I mean, they dissolved after this. They they went away. They went. Uh, I think their guys went like got real jobs. I think it scared them straight. But the question is, here's, here's the question, and here's what's interesting mm. about this. Mm. These stories that were true, apparently, who was feeding Pyramid News Network this stuff? And, and she goes, here's what's interesting, too, and she pulls up this, like, some old, like, like stuff, like, some, like, old files here from Earth. Your friend Wyatt? Check this mm -hmm. out. And she pulls up this manifest of, like, a shuttle that, went, that like, the shuttles that go down to Earthside in New York. Mm -hmm. Wyatt took a trip to the surface of Earth. Not Myrtle, Wyatt. But here's my question to you. What the fuck would be so important that you find out on Callisto that gets you to decide to go down the well? Oh, ho, ho. Danny, I, 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 I wish I was creative enough to, to, to write this kind of stuff. <laughs> Is what she says to you. Like this is oh, this is amazing. Creative. Oh, um, I wish I had. I, I'm nothing against you, any, but I wish I had friends that were this interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty one. No, I know. <laughs> it's, it's it's she's she's uh she's she's uh giving ribbing you a little bit, catching up for old times with the uh, the roommate. <laughs> The, the, the roommate that's gone for four or five minutes at a time. <laughs> but pays the rent. Pays yeah, the rent. I pay. I said, listen, I bring back some good, some actual yeah. good coffee. Coffee's worth the wait, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, give him a, give him a ring. Uh, I will, um... That's any stuff. So yeah, so they got some experience with some, some sort of secret espionage action on, on Kalisto. This is definitely not a civilian type action, and, uh... You're, um, I also got this, and it's like, it's this footage of, like, Wyatt getting a tattoo. And, <laughs> and seeming not happy about it, but he's getting it. And you always kind of wonder why he had this Donager Forever tattoo on his arm. <laughs> there, there he is getting it. And you're like, mm. he hates the Martians, but mm. why, is he, why does he have this fucking tattoo? And mm. it happened the same day. One? What's up? Can you send me that one? Yes, we sent you the foot. The, the, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a ten-minute video of him getting the tattoo because this is a machine doing the tattoo, and, <laughs> and you can see the background. That was the special of the day. It's uh -huh. really like some custom. He just got like whatever was on the front window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Drunk too, wasn't I? Yeah, you were drunk too. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're drunk, but... <laughs> this is true. Great, 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 great. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, all right, so you got some information on them. Uh, Myrtle, Wyatt, Waxer, anything you guys want to do before uh, hitting off for Kalisto? I've got nothing I want to do now. Let's check in with the wife. You know? This is good. It's going steady. Uh, she's a little, you know, uh, Sabilla's kind of like, hey, uh, you guys came back a little late. Everything good with the ship? Yeah, everything's fine. We just, uh, we're doing a couple of favors and uh, I'll have some more news about some stuff. We've got to go on another mission and then we should be back here pretty soon. Okay, okay. Uh, where, are you, where are you shipping out next? Uh, we're going to Callisto. Oh. oh. I know, right? Yeah. Um, I, I don't like to bring up the past too much, but the last time you went to a Martian-controlled area, you came back pretty beat up. Um, can, can you be more careful this time, please? Uh, yes, dear, I will. Like I just, yeah, that was that was a rough thing to see, Myrtle. I'm, I'm sorry, no. that was rough to see. I know, and I mean, the good thing is, is that you know we've got more experience with Shep. We've, you know, thanks to the input from the Navy, you know, we've got a better ship, and we've got a good solid crew, and you know, not just kind of running roughshod around the place. So we'll definitely take more care. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, well, yeah, business here is good. Uh, things are steady. Uh, we're a lot of these. Um, er, er, there's some Earthers coming through asking for some weird stuff. So I'm trying to procure it. Uh, but with the influx of Earthers, she's like, I got to show you. She goes off and she she comes back with um, a rather nice bottle of bourbon. Some you don't get up too often. And it's it's Earther bourbon. Not the best quality stuff. It's not the best quality stuff, but she's like, yeah, I got four bottles of this. Um, why don't you, uh, you know, we're just going to sell them to the next group that comes through, but why don't you take one for the ship and uh, make sure celebrate with the crew that you, you found enjoyment you guys seem to have. Because the last time, you guys were running back and forth, but you know, that seemed pretty boring, but you guys yeah. excited about something. There's something, something's new, and I, I, I'm here to ask. Well, you know, I mean, it's getting exciting out there and, uh, you know, who knows? I think that this there might be some opportunities coming for the belt for the future. Um, and look, look what I found. And I'm going to give her just like a little bit of that coffee. OK, you give her like one of the bags. Uh, of it. Yeah, like, give her a bag of the coffee. Like, yeah, this is starting to come to the well again. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, OK. Um, Wow. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No. Um. Let me. Why don't we brew some up right now? Yeah. That sounds great. She goes off and brews up some with the machine there. You guys have, and you guys are usually drinking like this. I mean, it's a shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. It's uh. It's very um. I feel like I feel like I want to use the description of gravel and tar. <laughs> by comparison, but this is very smooth and silky and classically flavored. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, we'll take a moment and then I'll just kind of I'll natter on a little bit about how, you know, it's good to see trade happening again and things being pretty quiet and peaceful. Sure, it's scary 
with what's going on with the ring and with people going through it, but it looks like cooler heads are prevailing um, and things are pretty peaceful right now. So we're not expecting too much danger at all, other than just, you know, we're out in space and we could have uh, dangers. <laughs> you know? I think that's, a, I, that's been a given for me since I was born. So here I'm yeah, so I, exactly. So I think, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows where the future will go? So I'm feeling pretty positive and hopefully we'll know, you know, where things are going mm -hmm. over a little bit of time. And then we can see what we're going to do, what we're going to do, if we're going to change up our imports, our exports, you know, who knows? Well, we, we have a we have a hell of a runway right now with the, the money we got from Governor Dawes and we're still we're still well in the black. We still got we're still doing good. So uh, I don't see is on it right now at all. I mean, uh, that that conflict with Ganymede really, really put a really heavy worried fears back, but no one's fighting right now. Yeah, so it's possible that, you know, we might just be on standby, you know, as things get caught up and that we could get back to regular business. That'd be great. What? And she's, oh, well, coffee's ready. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> The percolations are intimate. Are intimate. All right. So. Oh, <laughs> um, all right. Wyatt and Waxer, what about you guys? Uh, you know, I'm gonna get to know get to know some of the the scientists. You know, they'd be teaching me chess. I'm playing chess, and then I sort of uh, start running like a little gambling on them. I do some okay. belt dice. Other games. I just no. Well, you know, they teach me their game, and then I just start okay. like just so running it. So I'm trying to win. Two of them, them yeah. Like like two of them have like have like a layover type thing. They're gonna wait on series for a few days for their for the next transport to come in. And two of them you got kind of chummy with. Uh, we'll call them uh, Roland and Mina. And Roland and Mina are both scientists. Uh, they seem to be kind of in, uh, like, one's in nanoinformatics, the other one's like in uh, kind of bioinformatics. And they, uh, they're both pretty smart people, uh, definitely, but they're, they're kind of, I don't want to say sheltered, but they haven't really been out into like the Belter world. And uh, you take them out. Do you want to take them down to like like the hardcore area, or do you want to like keep them above ground, or take them to a bar? Well, or what do you want to do? Or just play them I mean, games? I, I, I basically want to get. I just. I mean, it could even be on the ship. I just want to show them dice, belt sure. of dice. But I want to get all their money. I'm trying to. Well, the thing is, they don't have any money. That's the problem. Oh, actually, they don't, they, they, okay. they have all their money's tied up in the system. Um, so they can book transport, but they don't have like like liquid assets on them to like. We just play like uh, written credit, yeah. Okay, yeah, you guys are writing some stuff off here, and like. And I got that numbers, and they can owe me because then I come come forward. We play. We're playing for uh, vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'll take them out too as right. well. You know, kind of right. get them. Then you go out, and you guys have some drinks, and that's a nice time. You take them out to the loudspeaker, and they have a nice time. They watch some sports and everything too. Uh, Wyatt, you got anything before you go to Callisto? I just want to keep, uh, I want to start like um, looking into uh, Lieutenant Kim, seeing what I can find out about him. Um, all right. I like that. I like you looking into people because other people are looking into you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you want to, this would be a research test. Um, I've got that. Or yeah, it'd be a research <laughs> test or... Uh, but I'll give you a plus one on it because you do have you do have a previous history in the MCR, so this is an intelligence test research. Actually, I actually I actually have my book. Look at me, I'm a good player. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. Uh, you pull up a record. Uh, it's an impeccable record. It's basically you have like a, a your classic Martian. 
Uh, they're a pilot. They pilot like uh, most of you right now train people on Callisto and test systems uh, for new ships. Um, their primary job was basically running gear back and forth, so doing logistical stuff. Uh, it's not like the most glamorous stuff. They weren't like piloting battleships and everything like that to warships, but they did like the grunt work and they're pretty good at it. Um, they're good at getting um, a lot of, a lot of stuff on logistics, I guess would be the way to put it. Like that is like getting something from point A to point B, um, which is always an issue whenever you're running the military operation is have to get stuff around. Uh, most of the job is waiting around and waiting for stuff to arrive. Um, but um, and you can tell that based on their record and what they're kind of working on, they have a pretty decent amount of security clearance. So they're trusted. So everything that Pope told you that this person could get, you believe they can get it. What is that is that is that a fair assumption or a fair way to put yeah. it? Um, but they have family. They have some family back on Mars. Uh, their family was early. Um, they they can trace their um, uh, ancestry back to the first some of the first colonists of Mars. Uh, they were part of a uh, uh, a uh, part of a smaller faction of uh, a smaller group of um, uh, scientists from uh, on Earth from Korea, the the shared interest zone out that way. So they're actually before even the shared interest zone. It's, predate even like the uh, ecological disasters on Earth out there for a while. Well, the question is, why are they willing to put everything at risk for this? Is this kind of what running through? Why and they're it's straight. And it's a straight shooter. She's a straight shooter. You know, and you see, you, you can pull some photos of her. I mean, uniform is prim and proper. Uh, no dirt. Uh, you look into some of their family members, no criminal records. This is a straight Martian shooter, believer, uh, probably multi-generational uh, in the Navy, from Mars at least. No, doing nothing glamorous, but doing nothing uh, bad either, so. Yeah. Un unremarkable, unremarkable in many regards. Uh, remarkably unremarkable, I'd say that. Yeah. Remarkable that they're willing to. Sell out. Yeah. Their whole, their whole nation. Yeah, their whole nation after yeah. Fair enough. It's been away on Wyatt for a while trying to figure out. And they're Wyatt. they're and they're they're probably about like they could have retired at any time if they want to, but they're they're like well under twenty years. Uh, they went in hardcore. So this is someone that didn't like just have to sign up just to sign up. This is someone that like actively is still in there for, for whatever reason they want to be. Alright. Uh, anyone else have anything before dipping off to Callisto? Alright. Uh -huh. All right, you guys ship off for Callisto and uh, set up to uh, have a quick trip out there. Not a hard trip to get out to the moon. Um, and it's all right, real quick. I forgot to check my thing on here. Uh, yeah, quick trip out to the Jovian system that is uh, heavily where the ships are being manufactured and the Martians have their main giant shipyards. Um, trip out there goes no problem, and you're waiting to send out your little code to uh, trigger the meeting with Lieutenant Kim. Hit the send button and wait for a response. All right, we're going to go ahead and cut out there then for the night, uh, set up for next time where we will have Ooh. April Ray yeah. playing, yes. as one, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. playing as one Lieutenant Kim. Uh, yeah, so that should be a lot of that should be a lot of fun. Uh, everyone, thanks for hanging out this night. Hope you guys yeah. have a fun time. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put up. A, I'll try to put up a uh, recap of this by over the weekend. 
and uh, so everyone get caught up. And that way, if you want to join us for when April is here, that'd be great. Um, I still have I have music codes to give out. If you want to get if you want to get some music codes, just uh, put in music in the chat, and I'll send you a bunch. Thank you, uh, Miss Ella, Ella, Miss Ilia, Ilia. I'm not sure how to say it. Uh, yeah, Scott wants some music. I'll give you music. I'll give you plenty, man. Don't worry about it. Um, I'll send those call out to you after the show. Uh, once again, a great way to support us is our Patreon. That's a, a really cool way to like help support our show. We're back next week with a new episode. And then on the following week after that, we have Hemos Rise, which is our charity one shot. I got Maria and I got um, Donna playing with us along with uh, Lynn Nakasone uh, and Jorge Martinez and uh, Lauren Urban. <laughs> Which yeah. is gonna be cool. It's a great crew. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I always get, I always had her, I, I got used to calling, it was funny because with, with Jorge, I got used to calling him by his character name, Jesse Rodriguez, because that's actually most of our interactions. <laughs> so I, always, I, I almost said Jorge Rodriguez, uh, but it's Martinez. It's Martinez. I, I, I have to, um, it's the Z on the end that's getting, that gets me every time, man. I, I, I think towards the end of the game, actually, not the front of the game, which is really awkward. But uh, they're gonna have a blast, and I'm really looking forward to that game. Actually, that's gonna be a good horror one shot and the like. Um, Everyone, thank you so much for watching, and it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be back. Yeah. And we're, I hope this is fun. Uh, what do you guys? Just real quick for the crew, anything for the the intrigue of this? Because I'm liking why it's like I'm liking why it's like yo, this shit don't line up. Mm-hmm. I don't trust yeah. them. I don't and trust now, anything right now. This is just all yeah. very. Oh yeah, it's all bad. Right. And I'm and I'm liking Zenny's. I'm liking Zenny's like though. Let me look at the other kicker's past. Oh, <laughs> oh shit, they always. Have one. Always, I that the only notes I wrote down tonight. Which, by the way, y'all watching, this just proves you don't have to roll dice to have a great TTRPG session because we didn't roll a single die tonight except for the churn, which I think is great. Just so I, I had, wanted I had, to I point had, that I had, I had out. Self, there was one roll. There was a self control roll. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Dang yeah. it, I, I Scott. Sorry, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and the coffee was just that damn good. <laughs> yeah, it was just that good. I really had listen. If we're gonna have one roll, it's got to be for coffee. So I <laughs> listen. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not. It's not even funny how mad I am. How good this coffee is. You son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, that was that was why. No, I'm always I'm always so excited to learn dirty little secrets to bring up uh, about <laughs> my crewmates and keep them for opportune times <laughs> yeah, so yeah i i just have a feeling it's gonna be like uh you get as soon as you get as soon as you get planet side on Callisto. so uh why you know a good place to get a tattoo like <laughs> 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 he said there rubs his arm and he's like oh, i can do self-discipline tests all right <laughs> i'm about to lose my shit all right everyone, we're gonna catch you uh we'll be back next week uh look forward to it and be sure to follow us on social media and everything everyone thank you so much for hanging out with us i'll Bye. see you later Bye. Bye.